What's going on? <laughs> Niggas. Hey, guys. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Radio. We're back. We got the full team in for tonight. Miss Mary Almonte's up first. What's going on? What's going on, beautiful people? It is I, Mary. <laughs> What up, though? You know, you know how you guys can't choose your family. That's how I feel at this point with this conundrum of people. Quandra nah, people. because like we could leave right now, so don't even play. Come on now. <laughs> don't try to act like you ain't choosing me. I don't go where I'm not chose. Mary, you've been on TikTok <laughs> way too motherfucking long. Like you need somebody to take her. No, that really did sound like a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I'm not, we should make that a TikTok. That's dope. <laughs> We also got Mr. Baylor the Great. What's going on, B? Hi. We got a show planned for tonight. We also got the hip hop historian in the building. Uh, we got 120 minutes on the album. Like, we got a lot to say. What you talking about? Baylor's that was a quote of the week, bro. Hilarious. That was man. quote of the week for me. Because <laughs> 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 he, he said Giannis' last name right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, he did say it right, though. Like, I wonder yeah. how many times he went over that, though. Oh, <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. Um, bef- welcome to the Breaks Radio. I don't even, you know, we got to, we got to, I don't even know what to go to now first coming out of the fucking that type of joke. Um, I'm not going to go off the list because this list is kind of depressing jumping out the gate. So first, Kendrick Lamar registers over 30 songs with ASCAP as people now are speculating that uh, it may be titled to his album. I don't know if anybody else knows. Well, you know, Mary, do you know how to explain how ASCAP works? Go ahead. Take it away. Um, I mean, I don't totally know how to explain it. I know you register titles with them before you actually publish. Um, however, I got to be honest with you. I don't know. I, like this. This hasn't been confirmed enough for me to to buy into it. It's public record. I mean, has anybody checked the ASCAP record? Because the I don't feel like the sources of this story are credible. Like ASCAP themselves have not, they didn't weigh in on this. I don't, they wouldn't know because every time you, um, anytime you you publish a song or copyright or anything like that, you have to have it. So anybody steals any of the lyrics, or you know, you can basically okay. reference. That. I got you. So who who are we sourcing with this? Because the people that I saw, I I don't know enough to you know what I mean. Trust them. Yeah, nowadays it's like you you really have to wait to see if that shit was true or not. So yeah, I mean honestly, I saw this when it broke, and I <laughs> professionally chose not to repost it. I mean, and the thing is yeah. too is that even if he, just because he registers songs, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be on the album anyway. So even if the album comes out and not one of these songs are listed, it still doesn't prove whether it was legit or not. Like, and I and I get where Mary's coming from. Like, if no reputable sources are are reporting on it, especially nowadays, you have to you have to at least take it with a grain of salt at the at the very minimum. And Enemy has um has reported it. The magazine they have a reputable it's a reputable publication. Okay. Here's okay. what. This is this is what I'll say. Yeah, most of the artists have about thirty something tracks that on their album they just eliminate the songs that they don't want that'll fit in this album. So this isn't anything new. I'm pretty sure he has hundreds of thousands of songs um, registered for on ASCAP. But um, you know, we know his album's coming out. These sound like I mean, realistically, some of the song titles do sound like some shit Kendrick Lamar would drop. So I'm not gonna take away from that. I do, like I said, I know most people write more songs on their album than they actually release. And I think a perfect example is Nas. How many lost tapes does he has? And he basically said he has enough for three and four. So 
<laughs> what about you, Baylor? I'm sorry. It just not. I just got knocked out of here. I just got back in. What was the question? <laughs> we were still talking about uh, Kendrick Lamar songs being registered with ASCAP. Just thinking. Um, ask. I was asking you, what do you think about it? You think it's anything legit? Anything we should be worried about or consider? What do you think? Nah. At this point, like I don't care about. Like I, I've never. There goes your sound, Baylor. We can't hear you. Baylor gonna do it. <laughs> you better be black and white. Sketch. You bring the TikTok Baylor on. You good, Baylor? Yeah, I'm you. Yeah, we can't hear you, bro. All right. Moving on, we're gonna move on. Give Baylor time to get himself situated. Um, by the way, just as I wanted to mention it, we're over thirty-five days, and Royce the Five Nine has still not responded to Mickey Fax. So I'm just gonna go ahead and mention. It. Um, <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think we. I don't think we care about that one no more, though. So, real quick though, does that move him down? Absolutely, bro. Okay. Absolutely, okay. can't boast about the fact that you like he. He is battle rap culture, and then somebody comes at you and uses your own style, and you don't can't do it, can't do it anyway. So he can't drop an. So he's retired from hip hop, basically. Is what I, we're saying. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying at this point he, had, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's not like Royce had the biggest fucking fandom anyway, as far as mainstream. He had an underground fan base. I, I'm, that I'm, that's why. Him. That's why I added in the clarifier of mainstream in there. We know I'm hell. Right. I'm one of the Royce's fans, so I know he has a loyal fan base. Yes. How does Eminem feel about this? Like <laughs> Eminem salivates for shit, for shit like this. That's your, you know, your role though. Like mm-hmm. Eminem ain't like, yo, bro, you ain't gonna respond. You on you on time out. I can't promote you no more. I'm like the you know, uh, you, you got to get outside. You got to go go outside, nigga. You can't stay in the house now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. is Lupe coming out yet? Lupe's supposed to be out too, right? Uh, Lupe was supposed to that Illmatic. Yeah, his um, Illmatic album. Fuck all that. The snooze, um, snoozematic. Moving on. Uh, Michael K. Williams, unfortunately, uh, passed away this past weekend unexpectedly. Um, just, just, I mean, he has some iconic characters, if not one of the most iconic characters in his character from The Wire. Uh, but just a great actor who was solid, basically, in everything that you saw him in. Um, just, just wild, wild. Mary, I know you guys did some, um, some reporting on this. Go ahead and take this one away. Honestly, it truly just feels like we lost a real one. Um... And I obviously never met him personally, but it still feels like a loss. It's one of those losses. Um, Like the culture is continuing its spiral, I guess, of of experiencing losses. And like you said, I mean, him playing Omar in The Wire was probably what most people knew him for. But then you kind of realize he was the the real dude in every (laughs) hood movie or show that you kind of, and I mean, even most recently in Lovecraft Country, um, I, you know, what's crazy is he had so many plans, you know, that were in the works to play even more iconic roles, right? Like he had some biopics in the works. And, you know, when you look at his recent interviews, he really was battling something. Like, you know, literally he was like breaking out into tears, like, in the middle of being interviewed. And so you kind of saw his pain. He was always very vocal about having, you know, a history of substance abuse and kind of battling those demons. And man, it just feels like, bruh. Like, I don't even know. It's, it's just like, I'm kind of still speechless, kind of still processing that. It feels like it shouldn't have happened. And, you know, when he recently performed at the BET Awards in tribute to DMX, it was so powerful, like, and it kind of makes it all the more meaningful kind of understanding that he was basically battling the same demons that X was 
And, you know, he was channeling that same pain in that tribute. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. We really, we need, we really need to find a way to help people better, <laughs> honestly, but that are going through addiction for real. Definitely. Marky? To carry on with that, <clears throat> this has been a depressing two years. Let's be realistic. It's a, everybody's going through it. So coping mechanisms um, if it's edibles, whatever, whatever your choice, um, as long as it doesn't control you, like it's, there's no judgment on anybody who likes to dabble, who likes to experiment, who likes to experience different, um, sensations or just release because that's how some people decompress. Um, when it comes to edibles, like I said, it's more of a relief. And sometimes it's been shown that it helps with Alzheimer's and connecting with the brain and everything, but cocaine and fentanyl, like we know too many people have passed away from this alone. and how do you how do you help people, especially in the position of power, when most people are yesing you because you don't have the right people around you to say stop, chill? You know what I mean? Could they say the same with X? I mean, there's so many different ways to take this. But you know I what? Know. I don't I don't want to cut you off, but oh, go. I'm gonna let you finish. But um, I feel like and I have people in my family who are who struggle with addiction also. And you can have all the people around you telling you stop, don't, whatever. You distance yourself from those people when you're going down the addiction rabbit hole. And I got to tell you, even weed, even edibles, that all can become addicting, addictive as well. I mean, I've experienced that with family members firsthand. And they do not want to hear that the truth. A lot of people, again, they're privileged. Some people are privileged where they can just buy and keep away from other people. Uh, weed, and, weed and edibles, there's never been a situation where you've been killed because unless it was outside, you know, you just couldn't, you lost control or something like that. But that doesn't kill you. This we know kills you. And well, so here's the thing, too, that. right? Um, so it's suspected that he basically there was a bad batch of coke that went out with that was cut with fentanyl. Right. That a couple of other people who were in the celebrity world passed away from on the West Coast, like just a day or two before. So it's not like you don't know what is being put in these things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even back in the day. Right. It, maybe this is Staten Island thing. I don't know. But they there people used to lace weed with with angel dust, right? Angel and dust, it's yeah. called woo blunt. Mm-hmm. And I know people that have never been the same after mistakenly smoking that, not knowing they were they ingested something that was laced. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I don't know. I don't want to publicly ever put out there that any of this stuff is okay. Because you no, just don't no, know. No, 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 no. Unless no, you're growing no, it in no, your backyard. No. Let's, <laughs> like, let's take it back. CBD and the rest of that legalized marijuana there's this is legal like if you get the access to that edibles and stuff like that that's clear i mean the stuff you get on the back listen, end is a little opioids different. are legal <laughs> that and doesn't cocaine, mean that opioids, okay. cocaine is completely different i'm saying like, painkillers are legal but if you I take too many of them or you know you shouldn't again there's no case where a person is overdosed on marijuana i've witnessed people throw their lives away with marijuana different story i get i get that they also didn't get illegally Possibly. Am I right? I mean, maybe now they would have. <laughs> it wasn't legal back then. But the point, point is, over. you don't like unless you're growing these things yourself, unless you like you don't know what's being put into your stuff. So I think, if I think you, you have guys, to I use... think you guys are arguing different perspectives. Listen, from the outside listening, Marquis more focused on the now legal marijuana, which is regulated, which you know what's in it. And Mary's speaking more about the people who just go and buy the shit off the streets. You don't know what's in it. 
Both right. And I, honestly, who's really, I don't know. Whatever the case is, I just feel like it's dangerous to put out there like, yeah, one thing isn't as bad as the other. At the end of the day, unless you really know what's in your shit, and even then, I don't know. I feel like it's dangerous. It's a slippery slope. Again, I'm not Marky. condoning the use of whatever it is to escape, especially if you know potential outcome like cocaine. That's a lot more, even without fentanyl. Cocaine, let's be realistic. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. When you have to cope with certain things, you know they need help. You just said that. There's, there's still a Right, and that's the thing. Using substances to escape and cope is never a good idea. I can't, okay. Yeah, there's medical reasons therapy. why. There, no, that, that doesn't help everyone. There are medical this, reasons why certain things true, are prescribed true. or... This is, this is not the conversation for tonight because this is going to get down a... a a complete debate. Baylor, thank God. Baylor is going to everything. Baylor's going to come and ruin kids' lives right now. <laughs> well, I, I know. You know what? I don't you even want to get, I'm not even going to go back over that. You can listen back to the podcast and I don't want Mary to feel like anybody's double teamed her. So we're just going to leave that alone. I, I could be double teamed. I don't care. I, I'm solid in my thank position. Thank you for that sound bite. Thank you so much for that. Oh, I got so I really much, can't. So I much dirt. Oh, God. As soon as I said that, I knew your image was, like, was oh, going to kick in. Y'all are so immature. At least yeah, I kept grow it up. But the point is, I'm iron scared. <laughs> they could do whatever they want. It's fine. It's not any better. Alright. That edible that kicking his ass right now. That edible oh kicking his ass. I know that laugh. No. I know that. Anyway. Um, I, we had a different topic <laughs> on here uh, to start the show off today, but I'm just going to... We're not even going to talk about that shit. We're, we're just, podcast is going No, I think B- Baylor should have a chance to talk about at least a passing oh, of was, Michael Oh, K. no, no. I was talking about something that neither one of you guys got to discuss either. But yeah, Michael K. Williams okay. passing away, Baylor. What are you... Any any words uh, you talk to you? That kind, that kind of hit like, um, you know, we had a couple of our, um, actors that, that passed away that... Uh, I had to pause on like I don't know. It it was um well first of all what fifty did was fucked up. Um and I wasn't gonna talk about that, but yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty fucked up. It was a terrible time in the whole thing. But um I mean nah I don't I don't have any I really don't have anything to say. I've been trying to stay away from negative news for like the past week or so, so it does um that is trash though, man, because he was a dope actor. Real dope actor. And uh, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, I don't know, man. It, I remember he did like this, I don't know if it was a commercial or, or something like that where he, where he, uh, where he was talking about how he's typecast. Do you remember that? It was almost like a, it was almost like a skit or something like that. It was very funny. Um, but nah, man, I mean, it's sad news or whatever. And I don't know, man, it's just something in the water, bro. Like, the past, I mean, this this year ain't ain't doing no better than twenty twenty when it comes to the deaths. That's true. So yeah, agreed. It's, it's, it's one of those things. It's actually one of those things where, like, a couple of years from now, he's gonna pop up in our head like randomly because you know we haven't seen him in a while, and then it's gonna hit us like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's not like it's not like we see him as often as we see other celebrities. You know what I'm saying? But when we do see him, <laughs> we know where he started from. Good point. Well, moving on from that, uh, we got a couple. We got an album to review. That I'm sure people are waiting for us to talk about. Certified Lover Boy. Um, yeah. Who wants to take this one away first? Anybody want to volunteer? I, I need Bella to go on this one. 
<laughs> when you you got to put the trailer when you do this, you got to put his trailer for his rant. <laughs> hey, right before like him, said, like I said on the rant, the the Travis Scott joint. Um, where is it? Is it called Fair Trade? I think that's a that's a uh, that's a cool track. I realize why why people like Drake, why why he has a fan base so large. I. It's a mixture of like his cadence. I'm sorry though. He does sound like he sounds like um no, I'm not gonna say that. But he has a cadence to him. And then again, he has a, a a fan base that like they like they like to feel the music or whatever. And it's more about the vibes than anything. But Drake is also petty and people love they they just waiting on one of his taglines or something like that. Because they're gonna run straight to Twitter. Or IG and post it like it was the best thing that was ever created or whatever. Um, I don't even think Drake think this album was that good. I think he just I think he just put he just threw that shit out. And you know what? I'm not I'm not I'm going to apologize to Drake. I'm apologize to Kanye as well. Um, especially after he dropped the track with uh Andre 3000. Um, but I'm not apologizing to the fan bases. The fan bases the past week week and a half. Both sides has been trying to prove to the world that, he, that these are instant classic albums, and they're not. It sound uh, most of this shit sounds like they was just throwing these tracks away, but they was like, no, let me give them something. Because Drake is at the point where he another nigga that could put a blank uh, CD out there and they'll buy it. So honestly, and everybody tuned in just to hear what he was gonna say about Kanye. So I know a lot of niggas didn't really have time to sit there and think. Or, or go through and say, yeah, this does sound good. No, nah, nigga, we was there to see what he was going to say about Kanye. Killed that nigga, too. But that's what we was there for. Overall, the production, that shit was trash, except for... I mean, you can't go wrong with the uh, Lauryn Hill sample. If you use that wrong, then I don't know what to say. So I give him two songs. I, I give Kanye... I gave Kanye one song. I gave Drake two songs. Um, But that's what? They're shooting, what, three, four... Like 50, 50 or, <laughs> 50 or 60. That shit is bad. Uh, but again, the Drake fans are going to say it's for, you know, it's for real Drake fans. The Kanye fans are going to say it's for the new Kanye fans. Uh, no, they can't argue this one. Drake can do better than that. He knows that. Drake listens to the show, so he'll hear this. Mary, what did you think about Certified Love? It was what I thought it was going to be, but maybe like 10 times more boring. <laughs> Yeah, it was like very sleepy and slow, like for the most part. Um, I mean, the the joint with Future is already, you know, kind of hitting the, the radio stations as and I'm sure it'll be in the clubs or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it was not for me and I knew it wouldn't be so. But I did listen to it on the day it dropped. And that's a big deal for me, as you all know. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know, but I do feel like to to Baylor's point about the um the the three stacks joint with Kanye. Um like damn, man, that his verse was just so deep and and raw and like relatable and just I I, I and then his statement after was so perfect too. It was like that's how I felt as a fan of his. Like, damn, he really opened up and shared like something that is so intimate, you know, like with all of us. And I don't know, like the way that that was this week was just like the week of tasteless shit from a lot of people. 
from a lot of people in the industry. Because <laughs> that was tasteless. That was like, come on, there's just some things you don't do. Even if this is a conspiracy and Drake and, and Kanye are secretly friends and laughing at all this shit in the background, it's still like, yo, that was not cool. Like, that deserved more care and respect and, and dignity. So, yeah, that kind of annoyed me. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. fair. Marky. So, <clears throat> it almost lost me at I'm Too Sexy, to be honest with you. Um, I had to keep on keeping on. Um, there's a few things. So, it sounds to me, and, and Bailey, you pointed out, he's petty as fuck. He's like 38, still trying to woo 19-year-olds. You know what I mean? It's like, he hasn't grown up yet. There is no growth from his first album to this album. I don't see any growth at all. Same game, same nonsense. You feel like he's talking to a young girl, trying to woo her, just like, yo, in the club, whatever, the same shit. You see the insecurities he has. The fact that he called himself co-parent of the year? Nigga, fuck you. I'm sorry, you out here beefing with this nigga, Kanye. <laughs> you called yourself co-parent of the year, nigga? All right. Yeah. Marquis said, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm addressed because we didn't talk about Kanye album last week. Um, and both of them, this they robbed us of hip hop. They robbed us. That verse, Andre's verse is the best verse of the year. I'm sorry, the Kanye Kanye verse on that track though was hard too though. But why are you you dissing or talking about a dude on the title track? Your mother's name, and, and I get that, I get that. But he gave us a whole gospel album, and the album was named after his mother. And uh, okay, so back to Kanye. How do you drop a song with Marilyn Manson and the baby? What are you trying to prove here? You know what I'm saying? Like Marilyn Manson is going through sex trafficking right now. What the fuck are you trying to? You really trying to play Jesus? Resurrecting niggas' careers? Back to this Drake album. Yeah, it should have came with some chamomile because this shit was boring as fuck. I'm not a Drake fan. I've never really been a Drake fan. I appreciate some of the songs he has. I, I, I. recognize his longevity, the fact that he has hits after hits in a decade beyond, but sorry, man, y'all robbed us of hip-hop. Like you said, this past two weeks is just depressing as fuck. I'd rather listen to Migos than this shit. At least I knew what I was getting. Some beats and shit. This shit? This two weeks? Nah. Both of y'all die slow. So, last week for um, Donda, I listened to the album three times before we recorded about it, even though I hated it. You must have just finished it. Because that shit was long as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, and I wanted to do the same same thing for Certified Lover Boy. I listened to it one time the whole way through the day that it came out. Couldn't stand it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back. Rather than listen again, I'm just going to come back in another day. I made it probably a third way through the album until I was just like, you know what? I can't do it. I, I can not do it. This album, not even this. The music's not made terribly is what I'll say. It, is produced pretty well, but it, it, much like I said with the Don album, there's no cohesion here. There's no fucking message here. There's nothing at all that's it makes sense. This album feels like a like a playlist of B side tracks that didn't make the every album he did. Hey man, hey look, Drake is gonna come out with an album where he's just rapping, no beats behind it. That shit gonna be a classic. Cause what? Because everything that he says is going to go straight to Instagram. Fair trade. Jack Harlow said that, right? You write write basically verses or lyrics for Twitter or Twitter posts. That's what, hey, hey, that's what Drake is. He's going to come up with some great quotables 
or my bad, I, I apologize. Somebody's gonna write some uh, some great quotables, and then Drake is gonna rap to them, and then somebody's gonna put that on a IG that's directed towards their baby daddy who they not getting along with, and it's gonna be one of those memes where the rain is on the window, and it's gonna be like it's gonna it's gonna be one of his it's gonna be one of his quotables that gonna put Drake. They might not even give them credit, or they probably play champagne poppy. Oh man, that that's what oh, that bro. that's up, what, that's Just exactly what Drake. Up, you know that's what Drake is. Drake, the visual of the is. rain on the windows, bro. <laughs> Yo, talk about commitment, man. Hey, hey, Drake can say anything, bro. He was, man, watch. Uh, so our next topic was going to be life of the party. I think a lot of us have already talked about Mary. Did you talk at all about life of a party? What What did you think about the song and they got released? Mm, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing for life of the party. No, she said about Andre's verse. Okay. You she said enough. I mean, that was it for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We should. It's do- like Go ahead. Yeah, like I said, it was like a string of tasteless, classless behavior wow. like it's like better than this everyone like seriously humans suck that's basically what it boils down humans suck yeah, humans suck I, th- I thought it was a good track um i thought that was um well me personally i thought that was the kanye that well i ain't gonna i ain't gonna say i thought but that that's the kanye that i want to hear even down to the production like we knew three stacks was gonna come with it um but Kanye actually had a fucking dope ass verse on there, and then that that production to go with it, yeah. I mean, again, I know how we mentioned that he has a new fan base and they got different ears, but and again, I know we and it we're not. I'm not going to sit up here and say, yo, you know, we want the old Kanye because we're not going to get that guy. He was in a different space at that time, different age. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to you know ask for number eight when we're at number twenty four right now. But that nigga know that he knows what type of sound that got us here. But all this other shit, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I and, and the cool part about it is he shows flashes. Like he just he steps away. Like the Lauren Hill sample again. He know like you can't you can't miss with that sample. You know what I'm saying? You just really can't miss. And then a track with three sacks. That production was just you felt that song. Fair enough. Anyone got anything left on Kanye or Drake? Fuck y'all. Damn. They're probably gonna come out with a double album. Watch. They're probably gonna come out an album together. Like they squash it. We sleeping together it's gonna, again. It's gonna. It's gonna be like. It's gonna be called Yay from the Six. <laughs> <laughs> with my woes. You know how that shit go. Oh, uh, moving on. We have black people. Black people like rock oh, too. Marquis, where where you at, man? Your segment's up. Oh shit! All right. <laughs> In the vein, in the vein of <laughs> the Nirvana out, the whole Nirvana debacle with the um, iconic baby picture. Um, I did. Well, Hayes, you came up. You helped me come up with this idea. Um, some of the best album covers of all time. So clearly, Nirvana, Nevermind is on there, and I would love to hear some of your favorites. Um, I'm going to say, The Miseducation, of Lord Hill is a great fucking album cover. Um, I are, that, are, we, are we not sticking to rock, or could I it mean, be? Any- I would want to walk in the vein of rock. Can you say that Lauren Hill? Well, even though it's more of a, a mix yeah, of R and B, everything. No, I'm not. I'm not. Wasn't going there. I was saying it's a mix of a fusion of hip hop and R and B. Um, I do. If you have straight up rock albums, please share. Purple Rain. One of them. Who? Purple Rain. 
Classic. I'm going to say graduation. So I've got one. I've got one. Green Day, Dookie. That whole animated, like, crazy bomb. It was everything. And that album is one of my favorites. Like, and not just rock. Like, that's, like, in my top ten all-time favorite albums, period. So One of the albums that I loved how masterful it was created and the illustration um amy winehouse back to black mm. uh, I, was, I just realized i was on mute but i was like yes <laughs> I, I, I thought she was gonna say mercedes y'all remember that album cover you remember mercedes from uh no women take a nap baylor <laughs> Marquise, hey, Marquise, look up Mercedes No Limit album cover. Oh my God. Oh my God, bro. Oh, low end theory. Oh. Things fall apart. Yes. Yes. Uh, That's one of the best. Ill. Yeah. Ooh. That plane crash? Yeah. Fucking amazing. Doggy style. First album? Yeah. I mean, so, that non-somatic gonna... album cover, too. So, yeah. inside whatever story, it was like Marquise's birthday one year. And we worked at like a publication. So <laughs> I had the art director put Marquis's face on Nas's body in that album cover. <laughs> it was dope. This it was, was dope. dope. Which best Nas is one of the most iconic album. Best best friend time. ever. Best best, best friend. <laughs> best friends ever. That's gone. Sorry. You got something to say, Bailey, because you you Go ahead, Bailey. I'm I'm waiting to hear something. No, I don't have anything to say. I was thinking of some other album covers. Redman got one. Mm. <clears throat> got a couple. There's a dark side. Let me tell you, that Redman album, shit, Doc's the name? Doc's the name. That whole, I remember getting that CD, and literally the CD booklet was a, was a movie. <laughs> like, it was a whole animated, yo, you just took me back yeah. with that. High school, for real, for real. Name. Yes. Yeah. That's when you were able to open up a CD, go through it, read yes. the shout-outs and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who they were thanking, like, the whole nine. Yes. That was one of the best ones. I will agree. That just took us back. Um, yeah. Lil, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Like, uh, I don't know. But moving on. That, that, that was before he started game banging. It was very authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Wait, really quick, really quick. I got a funny story about gangbanging, right? So I'm, I'm in London and the place I worked at. And I was like, um, I heard somebody blasting the radio in, in you know, Covent Garden. I was like, do you guys gangbang here? And everybody looked at me like, oh my God, Marquis, what the fuck? I'm like, what? So, uh, so the person <laughs> who's uh, familiar with American culture was like, Marquis, let me explain. In America, with a British accent, Gangbanging is basically, you know, it's over, over here. It's a little different. I'm like, I know that one, but I wouldn't say that at work. So, yes. <laughs> but apparently they don't gangbang because a lot of people don't, they don't have guns. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what I'm laughing at, man. Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Oh, oh my God. The Beatles, my Abbey Road. I know. You going back to that reference of the, she'll take. Oh, okay. no, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just saying the way you say you. <laughs> You walked up to them and asked them, do they gang <laughs> No, I didn't walk. And he Whoa. would do that, too. That. Like, excuse I me. Marquise, I don't think we're talking you about the same thing. You, you <laughs> go signing this? No, we are. Their reference to gangbanging is that other version. That I said, do you guys gangbang here? Because... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know the fuck I was talking about. Because the hip the hip hop was blasting out the window. Said pop 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 gold shot. No. All right. All right. Don't be mature. <laughs> no. Oh my god. No, you're not. So not for nothing, um, for next week, maybe we should review videos. Like, what are the best rock videos? Oh, that'd be dope. Right? Yo, bad. Don't don't say it now. Okay. Okay. Save it. That's thriller. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) I got got tip drill and triumph. Moving right along. Power book three. I hate everybody. I already know y'all were the two that would get the whole class in trouble. Oh, definitely. If me and Baylor had made it to the same school growing up, they would have been like, no, you two (laughs) niggas cannot be on the same wing of the school at the same time. Man. We would not have got a pizza party with y'all in the class. (laughs) Not going out for recess. Oh, man. Wow. All right. Power, book three, Raising Canaan. Um, have you guys all caught up on the season so far? Yes. Yep. I did not stream stars illegally yet. I'm about to see if I, I give you a pass, a login to my Fios account or something. And I just started watching. Did that help you? To be honest with you. That's fine. I'll pirate it. <laughs> so, Mary, what did you think about the newest episode of Power? So, first of all, it's going in a real crazy place. Like, homegirl dropped dead. I... I I'm just wondering what the where is that gonna go? Is it was, her, a, the, it was a bad joke. It was right? A bad, like bad I was joke. the whole time I was watching that, I was like, she better not fucking die. Like she better not smoke that shit. First of all, what little teenage white girl ha- randomly has a crack pipe in her desk drawer? Like she was smoking weed though. That's what she smoked her weed. But that was, was smoking weed early in the season. But who smoked weed in the nineties out of a crack pipe? I don't know. Because that was a crack That's true. That's true. Like, I used to go to the store and get bamboo papers for my mother in 1994. Like, it was not... you put my business out here? Well, listen, the statute of limitations is up. But, so seriously, like, nobody would just be randomly like, let me get my handy-dandy crack pipe out. My parents are getting on my nerves. Like, I don't know. That... Handy-dandy... I, literally, that was how it happened. Her parents were like annoying her. She was about to, she's being forced to go on a date with a dude and she likes girls. And then she was like, you know what? Let me play my music, but the tape my boo made for me and just smoke this crack real quick. Like, I don't know. Mm, that, crack, was, don't you? that was just nuts. Um, yeah. So now I'm wondering where we go with that. Does Juke end up getting in trouble for it and then has to give up Kanan? Mm. I don't know. Like, right? Or is she going to end up taking the rap? Like, because like Uncle, whatever his name is, Marvin said, when the white people start dropping from it, that's when it's going to be a problem. And nothing is worse than a, like, 16-year-old little white girl. So, So, I don't know. This just made a whole separate turn for the show. So there's that. Then, like, Omar Epps really needs to go away. Like, I just feel like he's annoying and like, I still, no matter what, even if, I'm sorry, Marquis, because this is a major spoiler, but even if Kanan is his son, it's like, Another you, you don't go approach the son. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's, that you did, there's just some things you don't do. And like, there's a way to try to handle that. And just approaching him is not it. Um, so that's getting on my nerves now, too. 
Um, I mean, I did, for a minute there, I was really happy for the mother. Like, she had her little boo. She had her son. It was almost like a little family. I also think Kanan's girlfriend has now figured out that Kanan is, was involved in the death of her boo. Um, so I don't know where that goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're at like a turning point right now. But something needs to happen. Yeah, <laughs> like we wanted better. someone to die, but we didn't want it to be the little white girl. So now <laughs> this is... Or did we? And then, no, we did not. <laughs> did, mm. did we? <laughs> and then it's like... Uncle Lulu, I don't know, like he missed dude and then let him know that it was him who was shooting for him. Who does that? Like he could have just been quiet about that and it may have been speculated that it was him. But I don't know. This whole thing is just getting wild. But I will say, so that was part of what made 50. Okay, so on Friday, I want to say, right, or Saturday, that was when Fuquan Johnson and the two other girls ended up dying from the the cocaine that was cut with fentanyl, right? Mm-hmm. And 50 had posted, like, yo, crazy, because something like this happened in this episode's Raising Canaan. And then the next day was when Michael K. Williams died. And then he, and clearly they had beef anyway, so then he was like, yeah, that so it, I don't know. It still was tasteless, but it wasn't like, it, it was a part of a bigger narrative. Yeah. All right, Baylor. Well, like she said, um, the, the little white girl dropped. So I think that's going to uh, cause a lot of shit to go on. And they're already in a tough spot because remember, they don't have any product coming in. They're, uh, they're losing corners. And then now, like, if that turns into a major uh, major thing, they're going to have pressure. And now, and a war is about to start. You know what I mean? So there's going to be somebody. You know what's crazy? That they didn't kill. What's his name? Start with an S. Who did they put in the hospital? That switched. Oh, that, yes, that's the dude that lost his eye. Yeah. yeah. It, was crazy, it was crazy that it that, that they didn't kill him. You know what I mean? I would have thought. And I think we did predict that he would probably go next uh, because of the situation that he's in. Um, so we got to play. He's going to come back, and he's going to cause some damage, I, I believe. Um and then what's up with the apartment, right? Yeah. Like, why oh. is that taking so long? Yo, tell me if this makes sense. He stuck the body, like, we going back to the wire. That's what they did. But they stuck them in, in abandoned houses. Yeah. This one, they're going to actually use the apartment. They're fixing it up. And they just stuck the body in there. Like, they didn't bag it up or nothing. I don't understand mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows you're supposed to dissolve that, too. Don't lie in there. Exactly. Like, come on now. Yeah. What you know about that? And then you got to put it in a suitcase, and then you got to sew it shut. Oh shit! Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I am not on this episode. <laughs> Is this episode going to be called "Little and Little White Girl Drop"? <laughs> hey, hey! Did you see the bad Twitter joke? Uh uh-uh. uh Nah. No. Yeah. Somebody said, "Damn, spoiled milk." Yeah. All right. Now, you got, you got, you got, you, yeah, you got to stay off of Twitter. You got to stay off of Twitter. <laughs> Boy, man. It's an evil place. Marquis, when are you going to catch up on this show, man? Speak. I can't drive anywhere, so you know. Oh, yeah, you so, <laughs> <laughs> last topic for today's episode, we have the best album, or what we think are the best albums of 2021 so far. So, who wants to take this one away first? Just top two, top three, whatever. Whatever you have currently, right? God damn, well, I can do two, but go ahead. Now I mean, I, I think it goes without saying King's Disease 2 is... Yeah, but that's the best album in a decade. 
That's the best right. album ever. Sorry. I'm still I'm banging that shit. I built a playlist around that fucking album. That's how bad it is. I got um I got King at one, Disease at two, and two at three. Who? At two? Disease. Uh you know, you said who at two? Disease. King disease. Oh. Very good. <laughs> Very good, my friend. And then I'll go Drake, and then I'll go Kanye. Hang up now. I'm going to go. I'm going to give you my soldier's handles right now. what I do? Mine would be um, King's Disease, The Off Season, and was it Victoria Monet this year? Last year. It was late last year? Uh, that was 2020. Okay. Give me some time to think about that one. Does anybody else have a Yeah. I got King's Disease. This one's controversial, but I'm going with Doja Cat. That album is oh, still on repeat she did. for me. She, yes. she, she did still on repeat for me. Um, I'm gonna go Snow Allegra's latest joint too. Oh wow! Yeah, still definitely. on repeat for me. Hey, still on I'm repeat. I'm copy your list. I'm copying your list. I mean, feel free. Don't try to make that perverted haze. I already know your little mind. Um, <laughs> I can't. He's gone. Look at him. Oh, good. I'm thinking, what else? What you're, else? You're, you're looking at your pencil sharpener right now. I'm looking at the side screen like I always do. Okay. I can't see. Let me fill his gap. Can't see nothing else but the studio in here. Go ahead, Marky. So I I have an oh, album, sorry, that I that I bump, but I don't know that it's so much considered hip hop, although it is no, a jinx. No, it's, no, listen, listen, who? So kids bump. <laughs> well, it might be next to that. <laughs> No, it's 24K Golden, El Dorado. That album was fire. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen to it and then see if you're still laughing. I actually think it's dope. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Of the strength of you, I'll listen to it. All right, Marquis. So, all right. I got Tyler up there. I forgot about that. I forgot that album came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went back to it. So it was dope because I went back to that album. I also went back to um, Lloyd Banks' album. I was like, yeah, this is a mixtape. My bad. It's dope, but it was a mixtape. Um, J. Cole, of course. So stepping outside that of that, was I have, this year too. Sheesh. Yeah. Off season, yeah. Um, I got Foo Fighters, Midnight to um Minister Midnight, um, Switchfoot and Terrabang, and a heavy album called Gojira. It's it's there. I thought it was pretty dope too. Gojira. Yeah. Gojira. Yeah, but there is no album at all, probably the past three years that I would put above King's Disease too. Sorry. Yeah. I don't get tired of that album. I don't know how it's possible. I, I don't get tired of it. I bang that bitch whenever possible. Same. Oh boy. I, I seriously put that on. I know that, that didn't sound. Pause. Pause. Um, I still throw that out. Yo, you fall into this shit. Yo. <laughs> you well, this listen, you did say something about that. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I don't appreciate I'm going to need all these videos. Bro, I'm about to, put, I'm about to post all that. Send me that yeah, video. This, album, this episode is called We're Immature because this has been one thing after the other tonight. Nay and nay. But yeah. But no, I still literally, I'm trying to phrase this as in a way that y'all can't Unsexual as possible. Exactly. I, I play the Nas album. I listen to the Nas morning. album on repeat every morning <laughs> for my motivation. <laughs> what do you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sir Pop Off, and it's about the Pop Off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, from man. the latest book of Pop Off. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you had other ones, uh, sir. 
I'm done, man. You said you had some money. You gonna come back to? No. Nah, well, once Mary mentions Snow Lager, that absolutely has to point. Um, yeah. 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 And I did forget it about Tyler, but Tyler doesn't go above any of those three to me. Okay. I got anything left. Otherwise, we're gonna close down shop. I apparently have to see and keep trying to hear. Oh, my, fuck that. We're going to watch Woo. Let's get off. Hurry yeah, like, yeah, literally, definitely. I'm doing that right now. So, <laughs> Mary, go and give me your social media. At Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms and at Young Urban Moms and follow Rock the Bells and on Twitch now. So, go there. Yeah. We should do we should do Twitch, guys. Anyway, that's a whole nother. Oh, that's what you guys missed last week. Last week was our first week streaming on Twitch. So we oh, we did. So are we on Twitch right now? Yeah. Ah, hi, Twitch. Hi, Twitch, <laughs> bitch. Okay. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> really quick, was there any was there any hip hop in Shang Chi? Absolutely. Yo. Yeah. Yes, there was. We should be we should be breaking that down. Yeah, let's. Have you seen it? Yeah, no, I'm asking. That's why I asked you. I, I yo, it was it. amazing, yeah. amazing. No, we'll wait but for it was a good segment. segment. Yeah, we'll wait for as far as the hip hop is concerned, there should have been a great segue into this. Should we talk about that next week? Sure. Okay. All right, Mary. Oh, you got to go, Baylor. Go ahead and give me. All right. Me. See, we're back to this. <laughs> no, no, no. I really after that long after us getting there. Yeah, we all know. went already, Hayes. No, now only it's you turn. went. Only you went. Go ahead, Baylor. Only you went. I had Baylor rhythm on Twitter. Uh, and at I'll bang that Twitch. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm about to hang up. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm good. Oh man! Oh, man. He, he doesn't want the feds to look him up in association Let with this. Bang. Let it bang. Let's move on. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow us collectively at The Burks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. The Burks Radio podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we're out. Peace. Rest in peace, Mike. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.